Welcome to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C., mama, CEO, and founder of The Rising Wolf Coaching, seven-figure business owner, and the creator of the Wealth Expansion System. Myself and my team help freedom-seeking fempreneurs reach effortless high-cash months without the hustle. Join us for conversations on money manifesting, business growth, passive revenue, and coming home to your birthright of being wildly wealthy. Good morning and welcome to There She Rose podcast. This is your host, Jamie C. If this is your first time here, I'm so happy to have you. If it is not your first time here, welcome the heck back. I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, So I first and foremost just need to say before we get into the content today, because it's awesome. If I do say so myself, I'm so pumped about this conversation that we're going to have. I'm hoping that's going to bring you a lot of relief and just like validation and where you're at. And um, I just finished up the last live week of the Quantum Blueprint. So if you don't know what the Quantum Blueprint is, let me fill you in. So I spent the last four weeks um, with an incredible group of women walking them through thought work, subconscious work, energy work, manifestation, um, just, you know, releasing uh, perceived limitations, all of these things. We went through quantum jumping, energy, subatomic particles, all the things, literally how to jump timelines, all of it. Um, And all of the recordings are now live inside of your portal. And you can access all of it instantly. So I'll pop that below in the show notes if you are interested. But it was like literally the, I I cried when it was done. (laughs) It was so sad. I had the best time with everybody. Um, And just so many people just saying how possible everything felt and how validated they felt and how um, like amazing thought work has been for them. And for those of you who don't quite understand uh, what thought work is. I'll just fill you in here because it's a large part of what I teach. Uh, So thought work is essentially becoming the author of your life and being cognizant of the thoughts that you think um, and kind of just doing this like, I call it like childlike discovery, uh, kind of exploration and discovery of self um, without judgment and just exploring on like why you believe what you believe and where it came from and and kind of just exploring exploring where everything has originated and kind of dissolving what no longer serves you so then you can then become the main character and write your story um, and then be able to energetically attract and take action towards that in which you actually want for this version of your life after you decide what story you want to write. Um, and a big part of how I help people too is is really rebuilding the relationship with self, wealth, uh, receiving abundance, and honestly having just like a slow, delicious life, you know, being present with their children, being present with their partners, um, just having more like pleasure and just stillness in their life. And that kind of like leads into the this amazing content that we're going to be discovering today. And that's just kind of exploring the topic of, of hustle culture. And hustle culture is, you know, if you're a female entrepreneur, whether you, you know, own your own product-based company, service-based business, um, whether you just work in any kind of business and you feel like you want some kind of growth, like this content is absolutely going to provide guidance for a lot of people and and you're going to be able to identify with a lot of it and it's going to support you. 
So hustle culture is essentially the thought process or the programming that kind of makes you feel like you need to move really quickly or do a lot that every every moment has to be this like productive, like making intense effort. And that's the only way that you'll inevitably reach quote unquote success. And I never really vibed with that. Yes, I am. I am a busy woman. I do. I have three businesses and kids. Um, But I also recognize that through time, I've recognized how powerful delegation is and being able to stay in my lane of, of genius and stay in my lane of what makes me the happiest. So the things that I don't feel um, aligned with. Um, I either just take my time to learn or delegate out or just ask for help. And that's something that was like a big lesson for me is actually just being okay with asking for help. Like even the other day, I was kind of just getting a few things done. And my husband comes up to me. He's like, Jamie, like, are you hungry? I was like, I am hungry. (laughs) He's like, you should probably just like, you want me to make you something? And I, for the first time, I was like, you know what? I do. I would like some food. (laughs) I was going to get to it in a little bit, but honestly, thank you. Like allowing people to actually not feel like I have to do all the things for myself, but like when someone wants to help, like allowing them to do it. Um, But anyways, I think that the issue that we run into with being a female entrepreneur is that we're kind of lined up with this like masculine energy, right? For, 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 for male energies of, uh, of entrepreneurship of like, you get up early at five, three, you, uh, at, you know, get up at five thirty in the morning and you hustle and you go to the gym and you do all the things you grind and you grind and you grind. And then that's how, that's how you get the money. That's how you get the success. And then we like wear it like a badge of, of honor. Like, like I'm so busy and I'm hustling. And honestly, it just, in turn makes you feel like it first off it wrecks your actual creative power it wrecks your uh self-worth because it almost feels like the more busy i am it feels like the more validating it feels like right if i'm busy then i'm i'm validated and a lot of times people even when i was working primarily with in the very beginning of my um career before i got into thought work for for female entrepreneurs i was I still do work with a lot of uh, hairstylists and they would feel like if I'm busy that I'm, you know, I'm making the most amount of money I can when really they weren't. They just felt like if I have a full schedule, then I'm actually booked, but their prices weren't adjusted adequately and they were doing more work than they had to. But the idea of a full schedule meant that they were, that it was success. And that's not always the case. Um, and honestly, I feel as though it, it does a lot of damage to the mental space of creativity and flow and energy and allowing stillness into your life because so many times when you get this validation and you get this like, I feel worthy because I'm busy, then the more busy we want to become because then we feel more important and we feel more powerful. When in reality, when we slow down, we start to have this panic. But what it does is we have this secondary benefit from being busy is I feel worthy. and worthy is not attached to your productivity. It really truly isn't. But because we've been ingrained with this belief and idea and ideology that the busier you are means the more successful you are, then the more successful you are, the happier you are, and the more worthy you'll feel. So what it does is when you're really, really busy, and people are like, oh, I just love to be busy all the time. You know, I to some degree, I want to say, yes, that's great. Like if you love like a, a super busy life, I would just ask yourself too, like, 
is it all for the right reasons? Just unpacking and exploring, not saying that like a still life is for everyone or that you can't be productive and have success without, you know, risking or sacrificing your mental health or your physical health. I always just allow people to unpack and say like, okay, so why do you love being busy? What joy does that bring you? What what fulfillment does it bring you? And when you slow down, does your body crave movement again, like continuously moving? Because if that's so, then we're just constantly rushing for that dopamine kick. We're constantly rushing for that feeling of of dopamine plus worthiness. And when we still de- like when we slow down and maybe we take a vacation or take some time off, then we're constantly like the brain is constantly thinking about work, if that makes sense. Like we're, we're just always in work mode. And it's oftentimes too, people are using this to, as, a, as an actual drug. Work is drug. We call workaholic is not a, a phrase for nothing. We become addicted to the feeling of, of validation that we get from how busy we are. And then when we do actually reach some level of, of perceived success, because success is really an idea for that's individual to each person, what ends up happening is when someone's like, oh my gosh, congratulations. You're like, yeah, I worked so hard for it. Like that's a, a reason to have abundance in your life. Like you have to hustle so hard to, to be worthy of, of this. Like it's a, it's an actual like reason to feel worthy of receiving or of anything. And the reality of the situation is, is that you have to identify like, is my brain addicted to this? Do I find worthy from overworking or working too much? Do I find validation or joy or excitement in the busyness? And let's just be honest, right? Being an entrepreneur, being a mom, it's a lot of fucking work, right? It is, let's just call a spade a spade. I'm not here saying like, oh yes, like just, you know, you can just be still all the time. And, but the reality is, is like, you know, you got to be able to find some type of of grounding balance between your life and what you want for your life, your career and what you want for yourself. Like they're all separate pillars. Like just because you have a business doesn't mean that you are always a business. Like you are a human being who has feelings and needs and desires and your job is just a facet of your identity. It's not who you are. It's just something that you do. And when you can separate what do I actually, what am I actually benefiting or getting from this, um, from this overworking or feeling like the busy is the key? Because can I actually be still in the moment and actually enjoy and be present? Because then when I'm present, I'm actually enjoying this one experience that I get to have. Because what I find happens is that we have that secondary benefit of I do this and I get this, right? I I do all this work or I'm constantly checking my emails or I'm constantly doing these things even when I know I shouldn't be, even when I know that I'm overworking and I know that I should be present with my kids, but I can't stop thinking about work and I'm worried and I wake up immediately thinking about all the shit that I have to do. You're never in the fucking present moment. Like you're never in the present moment, which means that where is that where is that space for play and flow and creative energy and i think that because we have you know there's this there's this version of hustle culture that's kind of being thrown at you like hustle 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 and to some degree yes i agree that you need to actually 
work intentionally and do things um, in uh, pursuit of what you want, right? Having a really powerful work ethic is beautiful, but also being still and actually being able to enjoy your life makes you enjoy your job more. And I know that anyone who's listening to this that either identifies this or has an opposing belief will constantly will listen to this and most likely turn it off because they're like, no, I don't believe that. I like, I believe that I should hustle. And just breaking down the way that the, the mind works too, is that the brain will delete, distort, and generalize any information that does fa- does not fall in line with your current belief system. So if what you're hearing, like kind of like speaks to your heart or just like lands in there and it's just like, you know what? There's some that, that, okay, there's some, okay. You know, maybe, maybe some of that makes sense. I, I just ask you to just, you know, explore and discover if there could be a way that you could enjoy your life more, like what would you be doing? Like if you weren't, you know, taking up a lot of mental real estate in your mind about the things that you have to do or should do or need to do or feeling overwhelmed and you were actually present, what would you spend that mental space with? What would you spend that time with? Is it more present moments exploring um, yourself kind of enjoying more pleasurable moments with uh, nature or exploration or experiences or being present in a conversation without your brain kind of like rattling off to another point in time or all the things that you have to do? Is it maybe less scrolling on the internet and comparing ourselves to, you know, the... (laughs) the version that we perceive online of someone that we see as successful? Would it be more slow moments of, of fun and joy and expansion? And if that does sound fun, right? Like what, you know, what would you like that to be, right? Fill in the blanks for what you want your life to be. Because the reality is, is that you can have massive success without constantly worrying about work without constantly feeling like you have to hustle. You can have massive success, massive wealth, more creative energy, more present moments, more still moments, more fun moments without work being on the brain all the time. And you can find worthiness and other things and discover your innate worthiness because we come to the world worthy as fuck. We don't discover our worthiness through, you know, achievement. Yes, it might be a cherry on top. You might be proud as heck of what you've accomplished, but it shouldn't necessarily, um, that shouldn't be the defining moment of when you feel worthy because if you're searching for an external validation to make you feel worthy, you never will. The worthiness is an inside job, right? It's it's coming back home to yourself. It's coming back and remembering who you came to as a, as, as a human being in this body. And I always like to say this too, like when your child is born, or if you don't have children, if you have a niece or a nephew or um, a cousin, when they were born, did you ever think that they had to do more to be worthy of anything? And I'm hoping the answer is no. Um, I think that the moment we strip away all of the external validation and all of this external stuff and we take the mirror and we put it back inside and we ask ourselves, what is it going to take for me to see myself as the person I was born as? 
what stories do I need to dissolve? What healing needs to be done? What relationships do I need to heal? Who do I need to forgive? And what do I need to forgive in myself to come back home to myself? Because you, you came into this world, you chose this experience through a soul contract, you agreed upon this experience, but I don't think that anyone who loves anyone would say, yes, make that money, you definitely will seem more worthy to me then. Or get that job or do that thing or buy that house or get that car and oh, now you look worthy to me. Worthiness is always an inside job. And it's essentially remembering. It's coming back home to yourself. It's never achieving to feel worthy. Because if you're doing that, you're always going to be searching and searching and searching and searching and searching for that next thing that's going to make you finally feel deserving of it all. When you finally remember that, oh, wow, I was always deserving. Someone just maybe made me feel that I wasn't. And then I agreed to hold on to that. I decided that I would hold on to that belief and that identity. So um, I'm hoping that this landed in your heart somewhere, that it gave you a little bit of peace, a little bit of comfort. And I, I think an actionable step for you today is to just journal a little bit around it and see what comes up. Like, do I identify with this content? Do I feel that I'm overworking? Do I feel like I'm taking up too much, you know, realistic? Do I feel like I'm constantly trying to achieve and do and create to feel something else? And what would I like my life to be like instead? If no one's feelings got hurt, if you knew inevitably that joy was on the horizon, what would you fully allow yourself to do? What would you finally let go of? And one thing that I want to leave you with today is that it's all possible. And it's whether you see it for yourself now or not, that's okay. Just giving that like glimpse of hope and glimpse of an idea of what life could be is enough to keep you taking one step towards it. So um, I'm sending you so much love. Check in the show notes um, to gain access to the Quantum Blueprint. You will not regret it. It is absolutely phenomenal content. Uh, Each live class is uh, 90 minutes in length. And we have a free Facebook group as well for communication and support. And if you're looking to, you know, do all the stuff, learn all the things, uh, this is your perfect first step. And I promise you, you won't regret it. Uh, All right. Thank you so much for spending another day with me. And um, if you found this content helpful, feel free to leave a review, a five-star review. Thank you to every single person who does. means the world to me because... I just love doing this. I do this like, I don't even, I never have a script. I literally just do this like off the cuff every single time and just kind of what comes out uh, of me every time. So if you find it helpful, leave a review. And if you don't, tell a friend (laughs) or just uh, listen to the other podcasts and hopefully something resonates with you. Sending you love and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye for now. (music) 